Welcome to the Worship Leader Probs Podcast, where we aim to entertain, encourage, and equip worship and tech leaders all around the world. Look, we all know that serving in worship and production is great, but the problems, those are real. Thanks for joining us as we dive into today's episode with our host, Brian Tabor. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is episode 183 of the Worship Leader Props podcast. We're thrilled that you're here and we're here and we have Big Yonsei. We have the Big Arrivederci here. It's like a cornucopia of awesomeness. It's the trifecta of awesome. Right, right. (laughs) Come on, you guys. Here's what we're going to do. We got the three E's entertain, encourage, equip. We're always bringing those strong. And so here's what this whole episode is going to be us trying to bless you. If there might be one way that you could bless us, it would be head over to Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star rating and a really fresh review. We could really use your help in that and we would be most grateful. So here we go. We'd be most grateful. Most grateful. So much gratitude would be. Right? Coming from There's us. a lot of big. We've got a Tasty. <laughs> we've got a Yonsei. We've got an Arrivederci. There's a here. lot of big happening. <laughs> right? Man, I'm looking forward to this. It's been a while. It's been a while, right? It has, man. Pastor Scott hasn't nice. been. I don't know where this guy's been, but yeah. not. Yeah. he's been too busy to spend time with us. I do know that. I I, he's, yeah, he's, he's, that's that's yeah. what it's been. I'm just I'm just he's, I'm just glad to stop. You know, this is a day the first day in a long time I've gone without crying because you guys actually reached out to me. So, <laughs> like maybe today, my wife's like, I get up in the morning, she's like, "What's wrong, baby?" I'm like, "I don't." It wasn't yesterday. It was Brian. As Brian texted me, and I was all excited, it was the wrong Brian. So then it threw me deeper <laughs> into the depression. So man, I'm just yeah, I'm just it's glad. A good to day have for it. you. It's a good I'm glad day. It's a tears. great yeah. day. Great day. <laughs> Well, I think that we're going to have a lot of fun today. Like Brian said, Absolutely. we're going to share some resources because we always want to equip you for ministry. We are going to entertain you, share some laughs with the ever popular segment of prayer concerns. I cannot wait to see or hear, I guess, what you have on deck for us today, Brian. That's and then it. we are going to be having a really um, interesting conversation, a fun conversation, sliding to the DMs. And this is, this is what it's going to be. I'm afraid to ask questions for your senior pastor and we have a senior pastor right here and captive we got him captive we've got (laughs) we've got pastor scott captive and (laughs) we're gonna go ahead and ask him things that sometimes we are afraid to ask our senior pastor and he's gonna oblige us by answering and so um really looking forward to that absolutely we've got some scripted questions and some unscripted questions that we have not given him Oh, I didn't know about that. No, just yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> and, and at the end, you'll say, I will never work for this jerk. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Don't call me. <laughs> uh, but before we get to all that, Brian, will you take just a moment and tell our listeners about our sponsor, Planning Center? Absolutely, guys. It's time to talk about Planning Center people. So if you're a worship pastor, you, you might be thinking, Brian, we already use Planning Center services. It's amazing. Why are you talking about Planning Center? Okay, that's fair. But did you know that uh, if if you use services, you also have free ass access to the Planning Center People app. And with People, you can create a volunteer pipeline to get new volunteers through the application process and assigned to a team. Uh, in People, you can create an online form to get new volunteers, a workflow to help you walk them step-by-step through the application and training process, and then 
automatically add them to services so you can get them scheduled. And that's just one way you use people. So give it a try. You can learn more at planningcenter.com slash pipeline. And if your church is looking for tools uh, to help with things like giving or small group chat, uh, event signups, live streaming, custom reporting, Planning Center has tools for those as well. So let your church administrator know. Well, fam, it has been a minute since the three of us have been together and I'm excited. Yeah. How's everybody doing? Scott's in an At The Movies series down at Maryland Community Church. How's that going so far? It is going uh, phenomenal. We're, this is, I think people, some churches have been doing At The Movies for, you know, a decade plus. And, uh, you know, so we're an early adopter. (laughs) So we're like, like, yeah, we'll get on that train. Um, But it's honestly, I had kind of avoided it because I'm like, I think this is just kind of shallow and it's just not really who we are. And then I got a little closer look through a guy who's a mentor of mine and how they're doing it and leveraging it for really for evangelism. And I was like, okay, Mm -hmm. let's give it a run. Mm -hmm. So we're one week in and um, all early indications are that it has just been absolutely fantastic. And so it's a lot of fun seeing everybody kind of come around and and, uh, have some fun summer. We had a, you know, a big Sunday, which usually summertime, we kind of, we kind of dip down, you know, on Sunday. So, so Brian, just so you know, um, people like Jen and I on Sundays, um, we get up in the morning and go to a local church where we uh, work and, in, in, um, you know, volunteer and make our livelihood and stuff, stuff like right. that. I know that's foreign to you now, right. but that's what, uh, that's what us common I peasants think he do. sleeps in until like 1130 on Sundays. And, okay. To be fair, know. I did, as I've transitioned into this full time, I did take a couple of Sundays. I'm not going to lie to you. I took a couple of Sundays and I hit that snooze a couple of times. Oh, I feel good on um, that too, didn't it? It felt fantastic. But the last couple of Sundays I had have actually gone and um, visited some local churches, which is something I have not been able to do yeah, in a really long yeah, time. And yeah. so I can't tell you how odd it feels to sit with my wife through a worship service, which I haven't done for 27 years or whatever. I mean, it's just bizarre. Now, Scott, has he made it over to, to your church? Yeah, no, he, hasn't, he's been, he, he hasn't made no, it to mine. No, uh, some really great local churches, I think, okay, is what he time said. Out. And I he, have been to yeah. both of your churches, actually. <laughs> and in the same in, in this year he has. So. It's just I'm just he's, I think he gets worn out grilling on Saturday nights. Uh, it's yeah. like I got the brisket has I have to sleep in. I'm worn out the right. brisket has worn me out. So Yeah, that's what know, I think. Too. I get it. Sorry, bro. <laughs> no, we're super stoked for you, but to be able to like take that big picture view, mm. right? Churches in in and out of different places. And I'm sure that there's going to be times where, um, you know, people are going to want you to, to fill in for them or do, you know, some well, stuff. Um, well, speaking we'll of, we should talk offline. How about that? Yeah, absolutely. Come on <laughs> I now. I feel Come like Brian is on the outside of the hamster cage and we're still in there like running on that wheel. <laughs> He's and tapping on the glass. Brian, hey, yeah. hey, 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 hey. When do we get out? What's up? <laughs> No, you guys stay there. This was the plan all the time. <laughs> Go back to work. Oh my gosh, you guys, it's fantastic. I hope I cooked for Scott this year. I hope to cook for Yonce at some point yeah. this year. She makes it to the Midwest. Um, that'd be a lot of fun. Um, okay, I have a question for you too. What song is rocking your world right now? Mm-hmm. Worship song, like your worship song, or just other than "Forever in You" by Twenty Nine Eleven Worship, of course. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that goes without saying. That does. That does. What? What else? What? What are you listening to? That's like got you ready. To- I'm. Uh, I, we may have talked about this before, but um, uh, 
speak the name of Jesus. What, what is the name of that song? I just want to oh, speak the name yeah, of Jesus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, Charity Gale, yeah. Good, 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 good song. So we've- I um, speak Jesus. I speak Jesus, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it. Um, that's just kind of really fit with us in terms mm-hmm. of like ministry time yeah. stuff that, that so we do. Good. But yeah, that's kind of been- it's kind of been on my repeat here lately. So good. So good. If anybody listening knows her, uh, I have reached out about the podcast. She left me on red. So <laughs> thank you, Charity. <laughs> thank you. Just wait, 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 let me take that back then. I I have issues. <laughs> I have like, issues with that mind. song. And I would like to. <laughs> Yonce, uh, what about you? Um, I've been all about Brooke Ligertwood's album. Um, oh, man. But her song, mm. Burn which is like really out of revelation that one i just keep coming back to it uh, mm-hmm. i'm just i'm loving that song must be something going on with me right now so so good man <laughs> what about so you good. tasty man i've talked about it on here before but that honey in the rock from that same yeah. brook album man rock in my world so i actually uh this is going to sound like I'm making an excuse. I probably am, but the the you know the ministry schedule. You guys talked about the hamster wheel. It was it's tough to maintain any kind of fitness regimen. You know, I'm I was commuting an hour each way, and uh, just by the time I got home, I wasn't going to get up earlier and do it. And by the time I got home, I didn't have any time to do it or any energy to do it. So, man, I'm we're uh, we're walking you know three miles most days and. I put that honey in the rock on repeat. Nice. Hmm. Nice. I love it. You getting a good brisk yeah. pace with that walking? I mean, like what kind of walk are you doing? I am. Nice. Yeah. I got to work off the brisket. So I am. <laughs> the brisk I am pace for the brisket. A brisk, a brisk pace. <laughs> Don't let him lie. He walks yeah. a little faster when the hot sign's on down at Krispy yeah. Kreme. I, uh, like, we got to get there, Kim. Let's go. Double time. I love doing walks, but um, we've got like extreme heat happening right now. So oh, I went yeah, on a walk yesterday morning. It wasn't even 9 a.m. and I was dying. So oh, yeah. man. the void outside. It was beautiful here today, man. We walked, yep. uh, we did about almost three miles today and it was uh, like right at 60. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was a pleasure. Good for you, man. Guys. Get out in creation, man. Something about it. Abs- yes. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. man. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, we're going to see each other in person in September at Experience Conference, Disney's Coronado Springs yes, Resort, sir. September 6th through the 9th. We're going to record an episode of this podcast with a live audience. And guys, I've told you before, this is by far the favorite thing of mine that we do is to get to record with people in the room. It is electric. It's so mm-hmm. much fun. Mm-hmm. So join. you should join us just for that. But by the way, oh, wait, there's more. There's so much else happening. We've got... I mean, Scott's going to be there. Jen's going to be there. Uh, Mac Brock, Meredith Andrews, Andy Rozier, John Egan, Jonathan Trailer. Like, guys, who else am I? Who, who am I missing? Cody's coming. Cody Carnes. Yeah. Eddie Hoagland will be there. Natalie yeah. Brown's going to be there. Um, oh, man. Uh, just, um, we're just about ready to lock down a special guest that we are not going to be able to reveal even until the minute he walks on stage contractually but i will just say it will be worth the price of admission really wow. yes and i cannot I, I with you guys i cannot even tell you guys offline who it is uh contractually but you know we talk about it all the time it's not about artists and speakers and celebrity and stuff like this this is like the greatest week of camp for worship and production and creatives and all that um i just had a meeting uh, yesterday on zoom with our communication team which is john egan and meredith andrews and eddie 
uh, Hoagland and Andy Rozier and Natalie Runyon and like just their, um, their attitude and their spirit. They're like, man, let's, like, for example, we we're talking about one session and one of them was like, how about, can we just stop uh, and not take all the time allotted for speakers so we can just pray with people? and pray for people. And so it's not like wow. we're going to green room, then we're coming out like, man, people walk in the hallways, we're all in this together and say that we're about elevating the great name of Jesus. And that really is all that it's about. We are actually on a record pace. Um, more people have registered for experience than ever before. And so we're wow. we're pretty certain this is gonna be awesome. one of the largest gatherings. And like, man, you just, you have to, you have to get there and no pun intended, experience it to really mm -hmm, mm -hmm. experience it, right? But right. Um, man, we just leave full some of my best friends in ministry and it's a time like no other to, to uh, connect with the Lord. So man, let's let's go. And if you come, uh, Brian's gonna give you a free WLP t-shirt, free WLP <laughs> MacBook, oh. a free <laughs> uh, trip to Alaska. Like it's, it's crazy what this guy's doing for everybody. Wow. It's really gonna be something, you guys. <laughs> it uh, sounds like it. <laughs> must be anywhere, <laughs> Uh, paid for by the Smale Foundation. I'm like, wait, what's happening? Furthering worship. <laughs> Redeemable <laughs> in heaven. That's, that's, that's it. where you can redeem that. Uh, so guys, anywhere we share our campsite link, click that. It'll it'll take you to a list of links. And on there is a is our registration link for worship, for uh, Experience Conference. And so um, we'd be uh, grateful if you tell them you heard about Experience Conference through us. And uh, so hit that link and and do it. It's just going to be a, a an unbelievable experience. Jen is going to ride the, in the Magic Kingdom. There is this log ride where you're going to get doused. Jen's going to ride it with every one of you. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Every single person, yeah, who <laughs> comes signed through picture the at the end. Not that we're about yeah, elevating exactly. anybody, but who doesn't want a exactly. signed picture exactly. with Jen Smale coming nobody, off of uh, nobody wants right. that. <laughs> Trust Anybody me. want to ride? This is Jen again. Like, I'm asking strangers. How about you? No, strange. This is weird. So, guys, I had a, I had a dream the other night that the three of us were rocking some team nights around the country. Like, how cool would that be? Let's go. If a church reached out to us and said, "Hey, would you guys come to our team night? Maybe record a podcast while you're there." I mean, what? Yeah. I mean. We could do some teaching. We could have worship, community time with your team and record a podcast. Like how awesome would that be? That'd be incredible. Yeah. Here's where I think that's great because you and I have done that before, Brian, right? Yeah. Um, to come up and I and I have had folks come in to different parts of our teams too. And, and the beauty of it is when you have somebody from the outside, people look at them like they're experts, right? And not that we are experts at all, but uh, you're able to say the same thing that you're saying to your team. And they're like, oh, that's, that's brilliant. And you're going to go, well, I've been telling you this for years. <laughs> How come? You know, but just kind of having another voice like supporting yep. you in, uh, in that. And so, yeah, that'd be, that'd be, that'd be so much fun. So, be so awesome. how, would they, how would people find out more information about that if they want to make that happen? Shoot Brian? us an email. Shoot us an email. Info at worshipleaderprobs.com. If that's something that is intriguing to you, let's have a conversation. Info at worshipleaderprobs.com. And we will... Uh, We'll see what's possible. Yeah. I yeah. think that could be awesome. Yeah. So Let's too. do it. Make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Make it happen, Gavin. <laughs> Sorry, that's right. Sorry, I'm that's right. You know what else I'd like to make happen is uh, that? not that I'm taking control or anything at all. <laughs> um, I may have some control issues, but I'm ready to I'm ready to laugh and have some more fun. And we have no idea. Jen and I have no idea what uh, your prayer concerns are. 
Brian, that you have cultivated from the masses. And so let's go into a little part of the podcast called Prayer Concerns. So fam, you know, Prayer Concerns is brought to you by our friends at Five Words Media. They are the amazing people that bring you free church AV. Uh, Five Words Media is the official AVL integrator of Worship Leader Probs, and we're thrilled with that. If your church is planning an upgrade to your production room or some new gear, or maybe you have a new building in the works, start with a call or an email to the team at Five Words Media. They're the best in the biz, and they'll do an incredible job of helping you find the right gear to help your church realize their vision of making a greater impact for the kingdom. You can consider them as just an extension of your church production team as they focus on five words that clients experience with every project, see, hear, feel, design, and build. Just click the link in our bio and then click on the link for Five Words Media to get started today. So prayer concerns. If you're new to the podcast, I'm so glad you found us. This is episode 183. I I wish I could go back and listen to all of them with you because we would laugh together and learn together. So, and I hope you'll do that if you've just just found us. But prayer concerns, every now and then you ever ever get roasted by a member of your church? Just something (laughs) was to this or not enough that or whatever. Uh, Like this is what prayer concerns are. People send these in from all over. We keep you anonymous. We keep your church anonymous. Uh, So if you've gotten roasted recently, maybe in your live stream chat or the comments on YouTube or maybe a Google review, whatever it is, send those in to us. Uh, You can go to the website, worshipleaderprobs.com. Just click on the prayer concerns tab and submit yours there. Or you can also DM those to us on, uh, on the gram gram. So let's dive right in. Prayer concern number one. During the, the benediction recently, I was leading 10,000 reasons, and a congregant in the front row yells out, Faster! <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I want to go to church with these people. I just... <laughs> speed it up. Faster. Speed it up, son. That's Come on hilarious. Now. Or daughter. The, the, yeah, right. They, listen, they had a lunch to get to or something. So. <laughs> That's right. That's right. They got steaks. They're just at yelling the what Corral. everybody's thinking at there. that point. I mean, they are. <laughs> Good night. Come on, oh, fam. All right. Number two, prayer concern number two. A congregant commented that when our stage lights are on the color red and the haze machine is going, it makes her think of hell. <laughs> So I, I, you know, maybe if it makes you think of hell and not wanting to go there, repent. Good work, repent. Good you work. know, a little 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 moment for repentance. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It worked. Got you thinking, right? <laughs> there, right? Exactly. Mission accomplished. Oh my lord! Oh my lord! Okay, prayer concern uh, number three. Uh, <laughs> uh, I had an older lady that I'd never met before come up after service give me a big hug and tell me she loved my voice and that the special I sing and the special I sing during communion. She then proceeded to tell me she wished she could take me shopping so I wouldn't have to wear those jeans. I told her I <laughs> choose, I chose jeans and I'm comfortable in them. She looked at me and said, well, they're not very attractive on you. <laughs> Thankfully she walked away after that. <laughs> wow. 
goodness. Wow. Hey, hey where are you going, hon? Uh, this, this lady from church wants to take me shopping. Um, for attractive pants. Attractive <laughs> exactly. pants. Something that looks better on. Something with a good right? polyester fabric. Kind of savage, guys. Kind of savage. <laughs> so how did you guys meet? Weird. She just walked up to me afterwards and started criticizing <laughs> my clothing. You know. Yeah, right. Exactly. Okay. Number wow. four. Prayer concern. Number four. We we recently had a night of worship, and I was approached by an older gentleman in the lobby. He let me know he didn't appreciate the volume and he hopes our services have more preaching on the weekend. <laughs> it's a night of worship. It was a n- <laughs> it's not enough preaching in this night it's of worship. Exactly. <laughs> guy, you came to like a night of music, guy. Come on. Oh, oh, you've been the wrong night. Thursday night is the night of preaching. Right. Come back for that. <laughs> Come back for that. It won't be as loud and not as much music. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my Lord. Okay, here's the last one. The bottom of the pudding cup, prayer concern number five. I was standing by one of our bass players and a congregant came to him and asked how he liked the new worship leader. His answer, eh, he's basically okay, but he sings like a barnyard animal. So, whoa, 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 whoa. Can we wind this back? Are you, the bass guys, player? Yes, said, the bass player, the guy, like one of your team players, members? Yeah, the bass <laughs> player says the new worship quote. leader sings like a barnyard animal. <laughs> I, almost, I almost didn't make it through that one, guys. I almost didn't make it through that one. That's almost t-shirt worthy. That's almost a WP right? t-shirt. <laughs> sings like there a barnyard go. animal. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh man. Oh, wow. So wow. Savage. Brutal. Hey, That's you know what, brutal. Brian? I did a quick uh, I did a quick calculation. Um 183 episodes at five um prayer concerns per episode puts uh, at 915 prayer concerns that have been shared. Whoa. So yeah, hey, hey, here's, a the, bunch, here's the challenge. Man. When it gets to a thousand, that that one thousandth needs to be Need a hiding after that. Yeah, right. You, you may want to. You may want to start holding somebody. So right. if you think that you have the the one thousandth prayer concern that will rise above all others, <laughs> make sure when you send that in that you that you tag that, and there might be a little something special for you. I'm just gonna start Come praying on. for that person now because they think they got the humdinger. <laughs> <laughs> right. Something right. horrific has happened to them. I know, I'm no longer in ministry because of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like. <laughs> I don't know oh if we should gosh. want that, Scott. <laughs> maybe, maybe Aren't we here to encourage so people? Awesome. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay. So you guys keep sending your prayer concerns in, go to the website, hit the prayer concerns tab at worshipleaderprobs.com and submit yours, or you can DM those to us on Instagram. Uh, so let's head into, uh, I'm excited about this discussion uh, today. So let's head into our last segment that we call sliding into the DMs. Okay, so we've titled this, I'm scared to ask questions for your senior pastor. So we put up a post recently in the story uh, asking people, you know, what are some things you've always wanted to ask your senior pastor, but maybe you felt a little afraid or kind of awkward uh, to talk to him about. So here's the deal. We have a senior pastor here. And so we're going to ask him these questions, but beware because there just might be some questions 
coming the other way as well. So it's going to be great. We have 55 um, lined up for you today, Scott. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> rapid fire. It's going to be the uh, rapid fire Two round. seconds to no, answer. No, no, never. <laughs> Are you crazy? Absolutely not. Um, okay. So first question, uh, we got this from a, uh, from a follower on Instagram and it says, I need help with some clarity of vision for the, the worship ministry, but I don't want to appear weak in your eyes. How do I ask you for help? You know, we talk about this often, you know, we've, we've often talked about it from the production side, you know, production guys can, and gals can be a little, uh, you know, I'm afraid to sometimes ask for help or tell you I need time off or whatever, because I want to, I want to prove to you that I can do it on my own. Uh, you know, so maybe this question's maybe kind of coming from that perspective. I don't want to appear like I, like I'm wilting under the job. I can't do it. So how, how Scott, what would you say to, to a, a worship leader who's dealing with that, maybe a little bit of fear and anxiety and how to approach the senior pastor? Well, I think the first thing I would say is that asking for clarity is not weakness. I, I think it's actually strength because it, mm. it proves to me that I've got a team member who, uh, wants to pull in the same direction, uh, and that, and so I, man, I get when we're in ministry, we're like, I don't, I don't want to appear weak and I'm strong and, and, uh, like, let's go, like, let's just stop, you know, and realize like, like, let's just have conversations on it. Um, the question I would ask back, and I think this would be a good question to you guys, because this is not the first time I've heard this. Um, and I think vision's kind of a catch all sometimes, but what do you think is meant? What do you think worship and production folks mean? when they say vision, I'm looking for a vision for my ministry. What do you, can you, Mm. can you like expand on that a little bit? Like what do you, what do you think is meant? Mm. Mm. I think sometimes what can happen with worship and production is maybe you feel like you aren't getting a lot of uh, direction from your senior pastor, but then you'll get feedback when it's like, Oh, I don't like this or I want you to do that. So then I think what it is, is more of a, okay, if you have, if you have some ideas in mind or if you have a thought or direction in mind, can you express it so that it doesn't turn into, you know, every other week we're kind of having this back and forth about what you like, what you don't like, what you want, what you don't want. Maybe, maybe some of that is the situation where it's kind of going, you have, maybe you have more of an opinion or you have an idea or you, you know, because the worship ministry should fit within the vision of the church. And I I would think if there's a senior pastor out there who doesn't have any kind of a thought toward the worship ministry, to me, that wouldn't be great. Like I, I love to hear my senior pastor's vision for worship because I want to make sure it's working under the vision that he has for the, uh, for the whole church. So maybe, maybe some of that is the scenario. Yeah, absolutely. I remember, I remember going to my pastor when I first went to Mount Pleasant and I said, you can preach about whatever you want. Obviously you can preach about the same thing every week. If you choose to do that, what I need from you is a clear target. I need a clear target and I'll do everything I can to hit that target as hard as I can every single weekend with how we set you up to deliver the word. Mm-hmm. Um, but I need to know what the target is and maybe, maybe target or even what Jen said can be kind of substituted in for, for vision in this okay. kind of a question. Yeah. So I think maybe uh, you could be talking about two different things. You could be talking about the week to week, you know, what's our takeaway, where are we going? You know, mm-hmm. we're talking about mm-hmm. forgiveness or we're talking about uh, uh, life or we're talking about, you know, this is a highly evangelistic sermon. So there's the day to day, but then I, I kind of expanded out a little bit more to like just the general 
because everybody thinks in our churches, churches of different flavors, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yeah. outside the guardrails. We don't do that here. Uh, that's not our tra- that's not our tradition. So here's what I would think would be something good. Um, I would sit down with your with your senior guy again. You're asking for clarity, not weakness. And so I would start with that. Uh, I'm sorry, clarity is not weakness. Um, and just mm-hmm. say, hey, I'm just looking for some clarity here so that I can understand this is not your fault, right? Now you have to understand the makeup of your senior pastor is he can be threatened by conversations. How do you talk to him? Like all that stuff. You got to do some homework on that. It's probably a different podcast, but mm-hmm. I would say something to him like, hey, I know your vision for the church is blah, 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 whatever his vision for the church is. If you don't know that, that's a different issue. Talk about that in a second. But I would say, I know your vision for the church is bump, bump, bump. How do you see that playing out in worship ministry? Mm-hmm. You know, and then he's going to say, man, I see that playing out by uh, people doing this or this, or that we're bringing old and new with hymns and this, or, you know, this expression and, and not that. And then I would, uh, even in a follow-up conversation with him, you know, say, you know, in my understanding of the vision of the worship ministry, um, here are a few ways that could play out here. Da-da-da-da-da. You know, so what do you think mm-hmm. about that? Here are three options of the way. Now, that's the bigger conversation, bigger guardrails. Mm-hmm. One thing that we do in our campus, we're a multi-campus, um, we do red light, yellow light, green light. And so mm-hmm. on our campuses, our, our, our folks know in their specific ministries, worship and otherwise, I have, if I want to make a decision or a change, that's, that's a green light. That means I have a complete authority to do that. That's inside the guardrails. Um, if it's a yellow light, that means that I have this idea, but I need to talk with somebody else about that to make sure it's it's inside of the vision that we have. Mm-hmm. Red light is we don't do that. That's outside of vision. We're not going to have mm-hmm. uh, uh, we're whatever you know we're whatever's crazy. Like that's just not not going to happen. So you may mm-hmm. say, here are some options that I see. Now, what's some what are some options that that you see? Uh, now, let me talk just for a second. If because I think a lot of people that we talk to, uh, unfortunately have some senior leaders that don't have a clear vision and are not giving a clear vision, except when it goes out of bounds. And like you say, Jen, um, sometimes, unfortunately, leaders are, are not uh, strong enough to stand up to the complaints. And now that I'm, I'm going to send them to, to Brian and Jen, the worship leaders, hey, people complain about the volume or doing this and this or whatever. Um, or there's just kind of this, this, this vacuum of vision. <clears throat> so I would try to pull vision out of your senior leader without him I don't know if I want to say without him knowing because that seems uh, that seems a little bit disingenuous. But I would try to pull some vision out of him, and I would ask questions to him, to him like this. Mm-hmm. So, Mister Senior Pastor, Miss Senior Pastor, when you walk to your car after a Sunday service, what would you need to happen in that worship service for you to say to yourself, "That was so good"? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then listen to listen to what they say. Oh, you know, if we did this or this engagement. And then listen to what they're saying and then ask some follow, follow-up questions. I would also ask, you know, what's currently happening in worship that you'd like to see changed, but you haven't verbalized? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of leaders, you know, will struggle. We're introverts and we struggle with confrontation. Uh, I don't meet a whole lot of, of leaders who like, like confrontation. If they do, they seem to be, uh, to, uh, be executive pastors and fire everybody. But... <laughs> <laughs> But for the, for the rest of us, like, like, oh, I don't, I, there have been things that I've been kind of wrestling around that I'm not real crazy about, but I don't want to hurt your feelings. But if you come in with that and you can find that. So I would ask him, what's happening in worship that you'd like to mm-hmm. see change, but you've not verbalized. Now I'm going to learn submission. Man, you know what? When we sing this song, I don't really think that it gets, it gets that theologically. I've had questions about that. You know, when you had this moment and this person did this or this, I'm not sure that. But then I would ask him the opposite question. 
What is not currently happening in worship that you would like to see happen, but you haven't yet verbalized? Mm-hmm. Man, you know, I, I really would just love to see us do some more hymns. Don't disagree with that. You just now I know some of the vision from my senior leader right there. Mm-hmm. You know what I really I saw this thing when I was, you know, I was at Gen Search and I saw this happen. I wondered how that might work. Great, great, you know. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then I as a senior leader, I I'm I'm wrestling with this question. So I'm just gonna wrestle with it out out loud. How much is my how much of it is my place to give vision for the worship ministry? You know, like, mm. and I'm, I'm not like, that's your own thing. Do it. And I get that they're connected. Um, but, but I think I would be more interested in a worship leader saying, here's the way I understand the vision. Is that right or wrong? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it is. Okay. Then here's how I see that playing out. Am I right or wrong in that and kind of working that through mm. together? Mm. And it's this really crazy dance, right? Because mm. uh, as a senior leader, I don't want to come down into the weeds and, and be like, hey, 10,000 reasons faster, do it faster. You know, hopefully that guy wasn't the senior pastor that was on the front row <laughs> saying that. <clears throat> At the same time, because we're so, I mean, the whole thing is worship. The preaching is worship, right? And and the songs are worship and the songs are actually preaching. <laughs> like it's, it's all one big, yeah. one big, mm-hmm. you know, pie together. And so there is kind of this marriage that needs to happen in, in the middle of that. But I would just kind of open up some, some conversations and, mm-hmm. and, kind of go <clears throat> go where they are but i would not be afraid to talk to your senior leader to say i want to make sure that i'm on the on the same same page here so i'd be interested in anything that you guys would would add yeah, in jen, that what about you jen you're you're like the queen of structure <laughs> and and what, what, tell me have you how did you have you wrestled with that at 2911 and how did you well, how did you wrestle it? so it's not something we wrestle with so much because the way we run kind of our week-to-week prep and that sort of thing we're in a constant communication type of, you know, setup. Um, our senior pastor sits in our weekly creative meetings and in creative, we're talking about, you know, broadcast media, social media, all of that. But we do talk worship to make sure everything is kind of flowing in the same direction. We'll talk about this is what the message is. This is what the series is. This is what the focus of this series is. So then it's all kind of being developed together. So uh, my senior pastor is a part of that. Um, and, but we also have this kind of open door thing. He actually just got a text from him this morning going, Hey, for father's day, is it possible to add this song? It's really in my heart. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But then on the mm-hmm. flip side, he doesn't ever go, Hey, what's your set list this week? Or, Hey, yeah, I don't like this good. song. He's never done that mm-hmm. to me. Um, but I think some of it is because just the way we approach it is, um, very team oriented. I mean, mm-hmm. he's, he's a part of it, but not micromanaging, you know, if that, mm-hmm. if that makes mm-hmm. any sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dialogue, man. Yeah. Good communication. That's yeah. so important. Um, that's that's another thing that sort of um, uh, leapt out to me about this question is that I w- I almost wanted to ask how often are you getting to communicate with your senior leader? You know, right. or is there a is there a an opportunity there to to make an, a a really positive impact on how much communication you guys are sharing back and forth, mm-hmm. um, so that he knows your heart and you obviously have to know. Uh, the heart of the of the senior leader as well. So, right. man, that's great. If you guys have uh, wrestled with that in your church, we'd love to know about it. Send us a DM uh, and tell us uh, and tell you tell us how you did it. Um, okay, let's do question number two. Uh, a lot of people dealing with this right now. Uh, what should I do if I'm discouraged, exhausted, and thinking of quitting? I would start a podcast. 
<laughs> meme a, account. A meme account, sort of meme account. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would say you're not alone, uh, especially in this season. And there have been some statistics going around from Barna for years just on the unhealth of ministry. And, and I think if you get wrapped up in that, you're just like, well, look at all the ministry so hard, ministry so hard. It's like, yeah, we have people in, in, uh, in other countries that are getting killed for our faith. So let's quit whining that we get our feelings hurt every week. Um, that's what I try to tell myself, but then I get my feelings hurt. And I'm like, this right. is so hard, right? I, wanna, <laughs> I wanna quit, but hey, it, it is hard. COVID is taking it out of us. Like I get it. Like ministry's tough anyway. A lot of the pressure comes from from inside the church and it, and it is hard. It, it is hard. The other side of it is that Jesus says that my yoke is easy and my burden is light. What? So maybe, maybe we're doing something just kind of a little bit off here. I think, um, friends, I would ask the question, uh, are you tired or are you burned out? Because there's a difference between being mm. tired and being burned out. Mm-hmm. If you're tired, you can catch a couple of days off. You can catch a vacation, get refreshed, go back in the game. If you're burned out, you're in a really, really dangerous place. And so I would encourage you to, to figure out which one of those you are. And so <clears throat> I just a couple months ago was like, I don't know. I don't, I, I'm something. And I don't know if I'm tired, I'm burnt out. The problem is when you go through burnout and you get too deep in that, you start getting disillusioned and you're like, I'm, I'm just walking away. And maybe the Lord would have you walk away for a season. <clears throat> but if you're walking away from a calling because you uh, have allowed yourself to get burned out, and I say allowed yourself to get burned out, uh, you're in a really, really dangerous place. And all the stats are telling us that uh, once you burn out, it's almost impossible to come back to uh, the previous level of productivity and even harder to, to come back to a higher level of productivity. So a couple months ago, I started just doing some reading on my own and even took some self-assessment tests on if I was burnt out or not. And I was, I was right at the, I had gone through on a scale. I was, uh, between, I was right at the early stages of burnout, I guess. And that was a little bit of a wake up call. Like, Oh my gosh, what's, what's happening here. So here's what I would say. Uh, I would ask, I would ask myself and ask you, you know, how's your quiet time? How's your connection time with the Lord? Um, because you cannot make good decisions when you're disconnected from the Father. Well, man, I've just been too busy. My schedule's been, and that's just a that's a lot of excuses that we continue, continue to make for the primary responsibility that we have. We keep talking about it, guys, right? right. It's connect uh-huh. is connecting to the Lord. Nobody uh-huh. never talked to anybody who said, Man, I'm so burnt out. I'm so tired. I'm so over it. But my quiet time with the Lord is on point, and me and Jesus are just as close as we've ever been. Yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't happen. So, so maybe there's a connection there. Um, I would stop blaming other people. And I find myself doing that. Well, my church this. Well, my boss this. Well, I can't get if I don't do it, nobody's gonna, nobody's gonna do it. Um, somebody said a long time ago, Jesus already died uh for the church. You don't have to. The position of savior is already taken. Mm-hmm. The position of savior is already taken. You're not that that, that you're the church will go on without yeah. you. Like so stop blaming other people, stop bragging about how many hours that we work, like it is some badge of honor. Man, I haven't had a vacation in like 62 days and I'm working 70 hours. Well, you're a moron. That's what that boils down to. Like that. <laughs> if somebody, if somebody interviews with us and saying that, like, well, we got, we got some serious problems because that's not the way that's going to lead to, to burnout and it's not going to go anywhere, uh, anywhere, anywhere good. Right. And mm-hmm. so I've had, I've had to look and take personal responsibility and ask myself, uh, Scott, what have you done to get in a place of discouragement and exhaustion? Mm-hmm. Like, what have I done to put myself? Because there are weeks that I look at my calendar and I'm like, 
Who in the world put this calendar together? <laughs> well, that's me, right? Yep. Yeah. And it's hard, man, because we love the church and we love our job and we're dedicated to it. And we don't want people to see us fail. That becomes a big motivation for us. And if we're not careful after the while, we feel like the church owns us. Now, I want to be really careful here because we've given our we've given our lives to ministry, whether we're volunteering, <clears throat> part-time, full-time, whatever. We're like, we're all in with the church. Love the bride. It's the bride. I never want to talk bad about the bride. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. But I... The church, the church buys my time. This is weird to think about it like this, but I've had to frame it like this. Um, I sell the church 45 to 50 hours of my week. That's what I do. Um, they don't steal more, but sometimes I surrender more to them. Sometimes I'll give the church 60 hours, you know, or I'll give the church, you know, 20 straight days or whatever. And, and that's okay for a season, for a season, but it's okay to take a break. Jesus walked past people who needed healing. And he didn't heal everybody. It was his pattern to take a break. It was his pattern early in the morning. He went and met with the father. It was his pattern to take a breath and to slow down. And so to to get through this burnout and really to pattern your life so that it's not burnout, it's really healthy, I think, to institute rhythms into your life. Mm -hmm. And so those rhythms are like our daily, weekly, monthly, and annual, I think. A daily connect time with the Lord. You know, when is it that you're, you know, man, well, I can't spend a half hour with the Lord. Can you spend three minutes with him? Because three minutes is better than nothing, right? Mm-hmm. I have a mentor that tells me it's all or something. It's all or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I only, I only was able to listen to you, version for a little bit on the way to work. Awesome. Connected with the Lord. What's your daily connect with the Lord? A weekly Sabbath, a time where you disconnect from ministry. I have, I have friends that are astounding to me. I have a, a friend, pastors a church in Florida, and he's like, Scott, I used to wrestle with anxiety. He's like, I don't know, it's crazy. He's like, on Friday night, I shut everything down. I don't do any work on Saturday that I don't want to do. And I'm like, what? He's like, yep, we don't like washing dishes. So the whole kitchen just gets stacked up with dishes. Don't like cutting grass. I don't cut grass on on Friday or Saturday, whatever his Sabbath day is. And I'm like, what? And he's like, listen, here's all I know. I used to have anxiety. Then I started taking a Sabbath day and I don't have anxiety anymore. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, really? Does that really work? You know, um, but there's a weekly Sabbath that we need to put in there that we need to disconnect. I know in ministry, sometimes we don't get this. Like, man, I've got a season where I'm just working straight, but you have to take a break. Like the Lord, the creator of the universe rested. Yep. What makes us mm-hmm. think that we are going to be effective if we sure. don't do the same? So good. There's a weekly Sabbath. There's a a monthly one afternoon a month um, with our staff anyway, um, we, we say, take a sabbatical. It's a time for you to spend time with the Lord. It's not, you're not working on the church. You're just, just connecting with the Lord. That's another rhythm. That's awesome. And then uh, annual vacations, you know, time for you just to like get away, right? Mm-hmm. And just unplug and listen. Vacation is defined as unavailable for work or unavailable mm-hmm. for ministry. Mm-hmm. Some people are like, well, I'm on vacation, but I'm uh, putting together a set list. Then you're not on vacation. You know, like there's, mm-hmm. there, there's, there needs to be a time where there's, there's a break and you have to realize kind of where your pain points are and where your exhaustion points are. For me, I know if I'm on a, on platform at my church for more than five weeks in a row, I'm in crispy time. And like, if you show up on week mm-hmm. six, you're probably going to be like, mm, that sermon swinging a miss, bro. Like just not really <laughs> quite on point. And I'm like, yes, I know because I'm, I'm pretty toasty. And so I need to, I know that if I work 14 days straight, day 15, you don't want to be around me. Like you just got to mm-hmm. figure that out and you've got to manage your energy. Mm-hmm. You know, I think burnout is a lot of energy management. As you get older, it's a whole different game. 
Like yeah, yeah, it is. when we're younger, is. man, we're like, oh, we're on passion and fuel and we're running on Red Bull and Mountain Dew and, uh, and some, <laughs> some Twinkies, right? And you get a, a little older, it's diet ski, you know, there, and so it, is. On. <laughs> there it is. But what we're finding, you know, Brady Boyd is becoming a friend of mine, uh, said this kind of rocked me up pretty good. He said, the older I get, the less energy I have, but the more potent I am. Mm. Less energy I have, but the more potent I am. So that's that speaks to energy management, right? So I've got to make sure that I'm I'm doing I'm doing my my good work at the good parts of the day, and then I know that's going to wear me out a little bit quicker. And so I've just got to pace myself in there. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to find what fills my bucket too. What what pumps me up? I have uh, some mentors and conversations. Just went home last week, and I was like. I talked to one of my mentors and I told Steph, I said, this guy, just just a conversation with this guy leaves me better. And I want to make sure I'm putting myself in places that are continually pouring in and are encouraging me and filling my bucket. That's going to be mm-hmm. different for every single person. you know. And I'm going, to, I'm going to invest in myself. I finally got over the place where I felt bad about taking time for myself or spending money on myself. That's all selfish. It's like, you guys talk about it all the time. You put your oxygen mask on first. So I'm going to invest in myself. I'm going to go to counseling. I have a therapist. Like, like I talk about the issues that I'm working through it's because I don't want to be in a place where, where we burn out. So listen, if you're on the front end of that, or you're even deep in that, like, I mean, let's take a breath. Let's talk about that. Like reach out through an email. Let's get you some resources uh, and see what we can do because man, we need you in the game. We need you in the ministry game because this is all just just too important. But I know you guys, this is not your, your first rodeo. You have, you know, you've, you've got some longevity in ministry, mm-hmm. anything that, you, that you're finding in your lives that's, that's working. Jen, tell us about, I know you, you, you just, we did an episode on rest a few mm-hmm. weeks ago and it, yeah. we kind of unpacked part of what you did on your sabbatical, but what were like some, what were some signals to you that you knew you were kind of running close to the edge. Uh, I was uber crispy like Scott. Mm, yeah. <laughs> just, I, I was, it was interesting cause I, I was starting to get overwhelmed, uh, by just the smallest things I noticed just the smallest things seemed large. Um, and then when I really started to know, like I, I need to change something up here and get, get some rest and reprioritize was I was starting to get resentful about everything. Mm. Oh and wow! Really yeah. was really was beginning to see ministry as kind of a not an enemy, but just kind of going. This is everything that is wrong with it, or I just started to get really cynical. Um, and so I listened to those mm-hmm. cues. It was kind of like no, because I know that this. The funny thing is, I don't. I don't know if it, if if we can all just be honest. I knew in that time that it it wasn't the church that was the problem. Or maybe, you know, obviously the church is made up of a bunch of humans, so everything is not run perfectly. There are times where there's overstepping or overworking. But I knew that so much of the issue was me not prioritizing properly. Mm-hmm. Me not giving the best yes. Me just saying yes to a lot. Me not giving the correct no's. Um, so when I stepped into my sabbatical, you know, and I, and I prayerfully did it, and I kind of went, okay, Lord, what do I need to do in this time of sabbatical? And the huge thing was, like Scott said, connect with him. I was still having daily devotion time, but I realized that it lacked genuine connection. You know, I, mm-hmm. I can tend to get in this pattern of, well, I read for 30 minutes, but it's like, but did I really connect with the Lord? So then I took a step back and started going, let me just read one chapter. I'm going to read it again. I'm going to read it again. I'm going to see what jumps out at me. I'm going to journal it, you know, that sort of a thing. Um, but but it was so much more on me. And I felt like the Lord in my heading into my rest time wanted me to focus on three things, spiritual health, 
my physical health um, because I'd come through a tough year of illness and whatnot, and it had really, uh, really impacted me. Um, and then obviously my emotional health, which all three of those are connected. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of a, a huge reset moment for me. Scott, I love that you you said, um, you know, Jesus is, you know, his yoke is easy, his burden is light. Um, and that you brought up that Jesus passed by people. Because I, I think that so much in church, we, you know, Jesus went after the one, Jesus, and, he, and he did. You know, Jesus healed people, he did. But it, it, if you look at him, he wasn't always accessible. He was always sneaking mm-hmm. off. How many times do we read through the Gospels where they're all out looking for him? Where'd he go this time? He yeah, wasn't right. always accessible to everyone. Um, and I do think that we can inadvertently put ourselves on a pedestal higher than Jesus. And I just am kind of going, if if it was if this was the pattern that Jesus set, then that should actually be good enough for us too. You know, Absolutely. always. And I know right. cell phones make it tough. Technology makes it tough. Um, and other people that aren't going to set the boundaries for us, we have to, we have to do it and we have to be disciplined enough to go, you know, what? I'm not going to be, um, I'm not going to be accessible right now. And one thing I did on my cell phone years ago was I put a, a like a nighttime do not disturb mm-hmm. because my cell phone would go off at two in the morning. And I'm like, who is up texting with a church need <laughs> at 2am? Like go to sleep. Okay, you know, Jen, I'm sorry. Yes. Jeez. Brian with another <laughs> issue, just nonstop drama from this guy. <laughs> But uh, I put do not, I put a do not disturb function in there to protect my sleep, you know, so I'm not getting woken up in the middle of the night, you know, so there's little things that we can do, even if we just need to take some baby steps. I think that there's little things that we can all start to do um, to kind of protect rest, to protect um, our time and to care for ourselves. Because again, we're only going to care. We can only minister uh, to the extent that we're healthy. Yeah, absolutely. Mm, We really can. Mm. I would say, you know, in the creative space, uh, this may, this, the word calendar can often be a bad word. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would ask you, are you keeping a calendar? Yeah. Um, and if you aren't start, start today mm-hmm. and you need to calendar these times, calendar your time with the Lord, you know, act your way into it until it becomes a regular habit. It's yeah, good. Uh, discipline yourself into it before it becomes a regular habit. Keep a calendar calendar your work time, uh, prioritize your to-do list. Get, you know, there's a, there are free, I think Apple, the iPhone even comes with like a to-do list app, or you can mm. get a free one from the app store or whatever. Here's my, here's, here's what I need to accomplish on Monday and, and try not to allow yourself to get distracted. You know, we're creative people. So we could chase a squirrel for two hours, you know, having a conversation with a coworker about something that doesn't impact our work that day, mm-hmm. um, you know, calendar and, and, and set yourself up for success. Those are some things that can help you avoid that. Um, if you find yourself there man, you, you got to find somebody to talk to, just like Scott said, you know, it, whether that's a therapist or maybe you start in a conversation with your pastor and say, Hey, I'm seeing this kind of develop in my, in myself. Um, I'm going to need to, you, you know, use a couple of days or if you're, if you're <laughs> look at, you look at Jen, who's a full-time volunteer, you know, uh, you're able to check out, you know, it, but if you're somebody who is bivocational, a lot of our a lot of our followers are bivocational mm-hmm. or just maybe part-time at the church or or they're doing it on top of, you know, like Jen is doing it as a volunteer, but she's got this 
army-sized family at home that she's got to keep marching all in the same, <laughs> all in the same direction. You know, you got to be willing to have those conversations. Hey, I'm kind of running close to the edge here. Mm-hmm. Um, can we have a conversation about what it looks mm-hmm. like for me to for me to find some balance? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. That's good. Man, guys, I love you both. This was great, great dialogue today. Yeah. Yep. Thank you. Thank so you good. for your so wisdom. Good. Yeah, Scott, I'm always thank you. Better. Yeah, I'm always better when I'm with you guys. Um, fam, thanks for listening to episode 183. We love you too. Yeah, hey, uh, just remember, uh, if, if, if you love it, then hit subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you could do us a favor, like Brian said earlier, just go to Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star rating, a nice review. It's just a big help in, in spreading the word uh, about the podcast. Yeah. And hey, thank you so much for following us and engaging with us on all of the socials at Worship Leader Probs on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. You can even go find us on Twitter by searching the hashtag Worship Leader Probs. Yeah. And we love in- engaging with you on all those platforms. So thanks for doing that. Um, and you know what? Share the podcast, share this with somebody, a friend, a teammate, uh, somebody that you feel uh, really is in need of some good encouragement about how to engage their senior pastor in a couple of these things, have a healthy, healthy conversation before it becomes unhealthy. That's yeah. always yep. been my priority. Um, Hey, huge thanks to our friends at Maven Media Productions for all they're doing for the podcast, editing and and, and all the graphics, like the visual identities, all the stuff that you see there, it's all coming from Maven and they're the best. And what they're doing for us, they could do for you or your church, your ministry, your company, your business. You need some consulting or some design work, branding. You need to develop a social media plan. Hit them up at mavenmediaproductions.com. They're the best and I know they will crush it for you. Hey, and thanks to Scott Hoke for our intro. Guys, we love you. Thanks for listening to episode 183. Until next time, deuces. Arrivederci. Smell you later. Smell you later.